What up, y'all? How's it going? It's me, Faisal. Welcome to my very first podcast. To be honest with you, I have never intended to do a podcast before. But for this occasion, instead of vlogging, which is something that I commonly do, I would like to share the experiences I've had during the stay of my parents in Taiwan under a different way of storytelling. Those of you who are not aware, my parents were both in Taiwan during the first until the third week of June 2019. I invited them to the Formosa Island as I was having my graduation ceremony in the early June. Personally, this year marks the 13th anniversary of me living abroad. But more specifically, it also highlights the 9th anniversary for me as an Indonesian diaspora living independently without my family. So yes, I guess I've been away for quite some time. Ever since I left Indonesia 10 years ago to chase my dreams, either for work or for a higher education degree, I've been always dreaming of taking my parents to visit the country where I live at the moment. I didn't get a chance to do so when I was in New Zealand or in America as I was so busy with my own life. But ever since I stayed in Taiwan, it has become one of my long-term goals and here it is, the story of my parents taking over Taiwan. One month prior to my graduation ceremony, I told my brothers and sister regarding this plan. Luckily, I am surrounded by a supportive family who is always ready to help whenever needed. As you might notice, one of the requirements for my parents to visit Taiwan was the permit to enter the country or the visa. Based on my experience, requesting a Taiwan visa for a short-term visit was not difficult at all. But since we do not live in the major cities in Indonesia, we had to mail the documents to a visa agent. It took us about four working days to receive the approval, and once my sister received the documents back, my parents were set to go. For your record, we didn't tell my parents regarding their trip to Taiwan only until five days prior to the departure. Once we told them, as you can guess, my parents were hysterical, shocked, and thrilled at the same time. My sister even told me that my mom immediately prepared many frozen foods in advance for the family so that they don't get starved. My mom has always been this over the top since we were young. But that's why we loved her, right? My dad even asked me a few times whether he needs to bring his fancy suit for the graduation ceremony, in which, of course, I declined his proposition. Why? Because the weather of Taiwan, especially for those of you who have never been here, in early June can be super harsh, even for us, the tropical people. On May the 29th, my parents left Indonesia, where they've had about 15 hours of layover in Malaysia. Now, to be honest with you, I was extremely nervous for their trip, although I was not the one who was on board. But of course, they have been abroad before, as we used to live in Virginia State, America. But that was like long time ago. The last time both of them went abroad was in 2015, when they had a pilgrim to Mecca. That trip was arranged by the Indonesian Islamic travel agent, and they went together with other millions of Indonesians. At least at that time, I knew they were in the right hand. But for this one, uh-uh. It was only the two of them taking this random flight to Taiwan. I was worried for them due to many reasons. 
I was worried whether or not they understand how to transfer from one terminal to the other. I was also worried whether they could pick up the correct luggage and not confuse theirs with others. I was worried whether they could pass the immigration gate and if the officers will ask them with dozens of tricky questions such as the name of your son or the name of the university that your son attended or whatever. But thank God, none of these questions was raised. On May the 30th, my parents landed in Taiwan. I remember I came to the lab for a quick work in the morning and by noon I was in the airport. My heart pounded so fast. I waited patiently until I saw both of them exited the arrival gate. They both looked tired but excited. I welcomed and hugged them and immediately gave them the Taiwan's transportation card or often called as the easy card. We took the MRT and bus to my apartment. I let them rest it and came back to the lab to continue the work. Prior to their arrival, I have planned and organized their schedule in Taiwan. There were 20 places I wrote as bucket lists for a visit. The biggest challenge was to balance the time between my lab work and their time in Taiwan. My dad told me to prioritize the lab work first, but obviously I didn't want their visit to be just lingering in my apartment's room for the whole day every day. But of course, there were times where I will be in the lab and my parents will be in the apartment's room for the entire day. This happened usually during the bad weather. Sometimes I will mix it up too. During the morning and the afternoon, I will be in the lab, then during the evening I will take them somewhere else, such as a restaurant or a night market. There were also periods where I will take them for a day trip, meaning I won't go to the lab at all. Usually this involves a very good weather and a long-distance destination. Since they visited me during the end of the fasting month for the Muslims, or we call it as the Ramadan, they had the last five days of the fasting period in Taiwan. Although we fasted one hour longer to that off in Indonesia, but my parents were fully committed to fast until the last day. During Eid, or the celebration that marks the end of Ramadan, I took my parents to the Taipei Grand Mosque where they experienced the festive celebration with people around the world. The mosque was packed, even we almost didn't get a place for pray, but we managed to sneak in and finally found spots for praying. Speaking of destination for visit, I planned for them places that I enjoyed visiting the most in Taiwan. Therefore, I didn't include any shopping malls or theme parks into the equation. Most of the places were outdoor, which require moderate physical activities. Although age-wise my parents are old, but they are still in good shape, thanks to their daily routine of morning walk for my mom and cycling for my father every day in Indonesia. Even on one weekend, my dad rode a U-bike, the Taiwanese public bicycle, to Yung'an Harbor, which is approximately 40 kilometers away round trip from where I live. One day, I took both of them to the northeastern coast of Taiwan, where we visited the Yeliu Geopark. The park was packed with tourists from China and Korea, albeit the weekday. It was scorching hot and ultra-humid, but it did not discourage my parents to explore the park from side to side. Since it is well known for its marvelous geological outcrop, I ended up explaining a mini geological lecture for them. A few hours later, we went to the Fulong Beach, 
the place where an annual sand art festival was celebrated. This year's theme is the underwater world, including the folklore story of Poseidon and Neptune. That day was the first time we went out for a complete one-day trip. On the last week of their stay, I took my parents circling Taiwan. In Hualien, we stopped at six places, including a 5km trail to enjoy the tantalizing marble cliffs. In Kaohsiung, we went to an open-door large Buddhist monastery during the blazing summer of Taiwan. In Tainan, we went to an old fort and an open space museum which require an extensive walk for the entire day. For all of these trips, we departed in the very early morning and arrived back in the very late evening. Were we tired? Of course! But both of my parents enjoyed the trip and that's what counts the most. Surprisingly, they were able to match my pace and endurance and didn't get sick at all, which is something that I'm thankful of. One of my concerns during the stay of my parents was the food. Although both of them are not picky eaters, but my father especially, he needs sambal, which is basically an Indonesian chili paste for every single meal. As someone who is not a big fan of spicy food, I could totally survive in Taiwan without eating sambal, but not with my parents. What made it even worse was the fact that I don't own a grinder to make a sambal. Of course, there are Taiwanese style of chili paste or instant chili paste being sold in the Indonesian stores in Taiwan. But my parents despised and disliked them. And by the end of the day, they began to adapt with the dietary in Taiwan. Regarding the food also, what gave me surprise was the fact that they enjoyed eating vegetarian food. Unlike in Taiwan, in Indonesia, vegetarian food is something you don't see very often. One day, we went to this famous buffet-style vegetarian restaurant in downtown Chungli. Whenever they pick a side dish, they will ask me regarding the ingredients and the non-vegetarian counterpart or original versions of the dish. For example, during the time when my mom took a chop-like made from tofu. When I told her that it's meant to mimic the pork chop, she was surprised. They also had no issue of having food in the convenience store, such as bread, rice ball, cold noodles, or fried rice. Their three-week stay in Taiwan has let me learn a different side of them. One day, out of nowhere, my father expressed his interest on the Aboriginal people of Taiwan. As his son, this was something that my father will never have an interest on. But who would have thought? He even asked some of my Taiwanese colleagues, like George and Katie, regarding the Aborigines in Taiwan. Both of my friends, they were perplexed. Of course, there are museums and areas in Taiwan dedicated for them, the Aborigines. But those were not a part of the agenda I have planned. To answer his curiosity, I modified one of the schedule and took my parents to the National Taiwan Museum in Taipei, where they hold a permanent exhibition for local tribes in Taiwan. During our stay in Hualien, a home for the Amis tribe, our hotel had a TV channel dedicated for learning the Amis language. Amis is one of the aborigines in Taiwan. Even the car driver we rented for the trip in Hualien is an Amis tribe descendant. By the end of the day, although my father didn't get the whole answer for his enormous curiosity, at least he has gotten a glimpse of the aborigines' history in Taiwan. 
As someone who have traveled around the island many times, it was my personal goal to let them experience the various type of transportation in Taiwan. Although we didn't get a chance to try the high-speed train, but they have tried two out of three types of the normal trains. They have also experienced the Hosin bus, which is basically the fancy bus with 160 degrees reclining seat. A part of the new experiences for them was also the Airbnb. Now I know Airbnb is not new in Indonesia, but it does for my parents. The idea of living in a communal space of someone's apartment or house has never been a thought for them. In Kaohsiung, located in the heart of the town, we ended up living in a foreigner-owned apartment. This was something new for me, as typically the Airbnb host will be Taiwanese and not foreigner. Thankfully, my parents didn't have any issues living with strangers or sharing communal bathroom in an apartment. It was only my mother who were surprised by the unique layout of the Airbnb where the water fountain was installed next to the urinals. It was indeed weird, but we sailed through the nights anyway. Overall, my parents had a positive impression with the Taiwanese and their living environment. My parents had met also many other Indonesians diaspora, either they are here as international students or as international workers. When seeing someone new for the first time, especially my father, he will always be the first who greeted the new people he met, or even spoke in some of the local languages if they are Indonesians. My father even teased me by asking how good I was as a PhD student when he met my advisor Andrew during the graduation ceremony for the very first time in front of my lab colleagues. My face turned red instantly and I was so embarrassed. The experience of having my parents in Taiwan is definitely one of the best things I've ever had in my life. My favorite moment was the time where I had a chance to travel circling Taiwan for five consecutive days with them. Not only that I was able to show them the new cultures, culinaries, and perspective from different country, but also I was able to spend intimate times with them, something that I've been missing a lot in the past 10 years. Sending them to the airport on their last day was hard for me, but then again, this is the choice of life I have made. Sometimes you have to sacrifice one thing to realize your big dream. So mom and dad, thank you for visiting me in Taiwan.